Tonight on Huckabee, protecting Israel from deadly Hamas attacks. The award-winning magic of Jordan Witten. Unleashing the healing power of plants. Larry, Steve, Rudy, it's the Gatlin Brothers. That's Trey Corley in the Music City Connection. Keith Bilbrey, and now, here's Mike Huckabee! Wow, we got a great audience here. Why wouldn't they be excited? Look at these decorations here in our theater. This place looks amazing, and I had nothing to do with it. That's why it looks amazing. We have a wonderful crew of TBN folks here, led by Bonnie Hartle, who has just created a winter wonderland. 21 Christmas trees here in the theater, and decorations all over the place. It is just gorgeous, and we are so thrilled to be able to see the beginnings of the Christmas spirit. Hey, speaking of Christmas decorations, did you see this on the news? The national Christmas tree fell down this week at the White House. Yeah. I mean, isn't it sad that even the tree won't stand for the Biden administration? Here you go. It's, it's almost just like Joe Biden, he falls over. The tree, it falls over. What's next? I don't know. Oh, man. Hey, we're just over six weeks from the Iowa caucuses, which is the first volley in the 2024 presidential race. And for the first time, the Democrats are not holding caucuses in Iowa. It is Joe Biden's party now. And in the past, his record in Iowa has been about as wonderful as Bidenomics. So he's sitting it out. But it will be the first real test for the Republicans. Now, to quote the great Al Gore, you know, the guy who claims to have invented the Internet, and who believes that his life was the inspiration for the book and movie Love Story? Let me share with you an inconvenient truth. If you add up all the numbers for all the Republican candidates still in the race, not named Trump, their combined votes are still less than Donald Trump's. And by the way, I believe Al Gore invented the internet and inspired love story about as much as I invented toothpaste and was the inspiration for Elvis, okay? (laughs) But that part about Donald Trump's overwhelming lead among Republicans, that is very real. This week, Nikki Haley got the endorsement and most likely bags of cash of a group of mostly libertarian billionaires led by the organization created and mostly funded by the Koch brothers. While any candidate, I don't care who they are, would love to get the infusion of cold cash that comes with such an endorsement, it might ultimately do more harm than good to Nikki's candidacy. Because the GOP is no longer the country club, silk-stocking, corner office party of cheese-nibbling, wine-sipping elites. No, it isn't. It's become far more catfish and cornbread than caviar and cocktails. It's become, it has, I'm glad. It has become the party of the working class who've seen their jobs sold off to Mexico and China and whose kids are more likely to become plumbers and welders 
than gender studies majors at Harvard and Yale. Thank goodness for that. A lot of the hatred toward Donald Trump is far beyond his abrasive personality and mean tweets. He actually has the audacity to call out the starch shirt sophisticates that once dominated the Republican ranks, and he brazenly appeals to working-class construction workers and people who hunt and fish, but not just for recreation, but to put meat on the table. It's a party of those who are boldly pro-life, pro-Second Amendment, and proudly pro-American. The endorsement of the rapidly globalist wing of the Republican Party may bring some big bucks of the uber-wealthy, but it also brings the doubt and fears of those who truly believe that America is in a fight for her life against the push for open borders, corporate dominance over political policies, and devotion to D.C. donors instead of to small-town farmers, merchants, and small business owners, you know, the ones whose names are on the storefront and whose signatures are on the front of the paychecks of the employees. Anyone who becomes the darling of the ruling class, well, they're not likely to be the voter's choice when the clock to the nomination actually starts. Most of us know that the establishment in D.C., are the swells who show up at Georgetown uh, parties, you know, the wine and cheese crowd. They've got little in common, even less to do with the working stiffs of the country who fix our cars, build or paint our houses, or who lift the heavy things that get shipped to us in boxes and then delivered by people who drive those trucks and vans working long hours to do it, especially this month. You know, many voters are fed up with the alphabet agencies of the federal government who have decided to only enforce the law against pro-life grandmothers or the moms of school-aged children who get branded as domestic terrorists because they showed up at a school board meeting and demanded to know if their own children are being urged to declare themselves to be girls when God made them to be boys. Sure, Donald Trump didn't grow up on a farm, and he didn't spend his summers in church camps. We'll be honest about that. But as president, he respected the farmers and the ranchers who put the food and the fiber on our tables and on our bodies. And he proved to be the most pro-life president in American history, but not just by what he said, but by what he did. And when other presidents, both Republican and Democrat, chickened out of moving the U.S. embassy to Jerusalem, Donald Trump boldly did it. And he ended up signing the historic Abraham Accords which changed the entire alignment of the Middle East. So as we inch ever closer to actual votes being cast for the next president, keep your eyes on the candidates, but also keep your eyes on the people who are doing their best to purchase their own candidate who will not necessarily put America first and who will never be caught dead wearing some red hat that says, make America great again. But here's a question. Do you want your president to be like the guy that you'd like to work with at the job or like the guy who laid you off? We are so glad that you're here and we've got a lot planned for you. And Keith Bilbrey is gonna tell you what's coming up next right after the break. Keith? Well, coming up next, an incredible story of heroic defense of an Israeli village. And later, good old Larry, Steve, and Rudy, the Gatlin brothers, perform. Don't go away. 
GuyMikeHuckabee.com and sign up for his free newsletter and follow at GovMikeHuckabee on X. Welcome back. We are learning more and more about the brutal Hamas attack on the people of Israel that took place October the 7th. Our next guest story is nothing short of a true miracle. Dr. Iftak Gepner's village near the Gaza Strip came under attack in the early morning hours by Hamas. And it was the courageous residents of his small community's defense unit that repelled the terrorist and kept his entire village from being slaughtered. They were protected with only four M16 rifles and most importantly, the grace of God. Now a warning, this story is not for the faint of heart. We're so very thankful to have him here. I want you to welcome Dr. Gepner and his two daughters, Ruth and Ella. Please give them a nice welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Dr. Gepner, I wanna begin. Tell us when you first realized something was going on. It was the early morning hours of Saturday, a Sabbath. And so normally on Shabbat, everything is quiet and calm. That wouldn't calm that morning. It wasn't calm. It was supposed to be a very peaceful Saturday morning. People go jogging. People have a breakfast in, at home. At 6.30, a massive rocket attack starts. And we realize in the first few seconds, something big is going on. My brother was the only one with the M16 in the front gate. And about 7.55, he literally was fighting with a 20 Hamas terrorist by himself with the one M16. He is the only person who the has a person. rifle, an M16. 20 terrorists are trying to overpower and get through that gate. I, I mean, I can't imagine the anxiety, the sheer terror of your brother at that moment. So what happened then? So they came to the front gate. He stopped them. Uh, he got shot in his shoulder. He gave me a call. I was in the other side of the fence of the village um, with a stone in my head. I didn't have a weapon with me that morning. A stone. That's I, it. That's your only weapon. We have to defend the village yeah. with whatever we have. He gave me a call to rescue him to the hospital. I'm, I'm a professor in the faculty of medicine and I realized there was a bullet coming in without going out. Yeah. can be anywhere in the body. So I took him from the big gate to the hospital. When we came from the off road to the main road to the hospital, I looked to the left, that was clear, but when we turned on the road to the right, we saw in front of ourselves about 30 Hamas terrorists with a machine gun and, and a massive shooting on the car. My brother got shot again in his belly and in his hip. And two of those motorcycles was trying to catch us with driving reverse, like backward, while they're trying to kill us. Luckily, uh, we'll be able to manage and to escape from them. Now, all this is absolutely, thank God. How is your brother doing? It was tough three weeks in the beginning yeah. to recover, to heal. He, had, he did a surgery, very not an easy one. And thanks God, he's well now. He's back in, in the village and he's gonna be fine. I'm glad he's gonna have a full recovery and some harrowing stories to tell from it. I, I wanna to talk to you, Ruth and Ella, and, and get your perspective. Ruth, tell me what was happening with you guys when your dad is out trying to get your uncle 
to the hospital. Where were you and, and what, were, what was happening? Um, so we were in the Mamad, in the safety room, where we go when we hear rockets and the red alert. Um, Let me stop just a moment. A lot of Americans don't understand. Every Israeli home has to have a safety room. We're not used to being attacked all the time, so we don't think in these terms. But every Israeli has to have a safe room where you can rush to if bombs are coming at you, or in this case, terrorists. But it's normally rockets coming at us. But this time, it's different. So you go to the safe room, then what happens? Um, so we get in the safety room, um, and we basically just wait for the rockets to stop. And, but this time it was not, well, rockets were being sent um, more than usual, but we didn't know that um, terrorists were actually coming in too. And the safety room isn't really built to for like an emergency when like terrorists come in. So that's a reason why a lot of people got hurt or murdered or that's why. You knew some of the people who were murdered that yes. day. Who were some of the people that you knew that didn't live through that day? Um, I have a very good friend, the closest one. His name is Carmel. Mm -hmm. He died um, along with his mother that day. Um, yeah. I can't imagine you're a teenager. You're not supposed to experience things like that. And I just, it's hard for me to, to get my arms and heart around what you have experienced the trauma that you have had happen to your young life. And all I can do is pray that God will bring as much a healing to your soul and your spirit as he did to your uncle's body. Because I worry sometimes about the wounds we don't see, even more than the ones we can fix. You'd been in the safe room before when rockets hit. Yes. This was different because it was longer. Ella, this time... Um, you were there for how long in the safety room? We were there for like, I think 17 hours. 17 hours? Yeah. Now that's a tiny little room, right? Mm -hmm. Like almost a closet or something. Yeah. Were you just terrified that whole time? Um, so, yeah, it was really scary because like we didn't know what to expect or what was like going to happen. And, and when did you see your dad during um, that time? How long was it after, before he could get back? After like, I think two weeks I saw him. Two weeks? I can't imagine. The Jews have been chased around the world. The Holocaust we thought was the last time that we would ever see this kind of hatred and animosity and intent to annihilate Jews. And I'm a Christian, but I want the world to know I stand with Israel. I stand with my Jewish friends. I will not stand apart from them, but with them. And will not ever stand alone and let you guys be out there without knowing we're praying for you and we will help you. Thank Don't you. ever want you to go through that again. Uh, just know that I think the overwhelming majority of Americans will never ever leave your side and abandon you. Thank you and God bless you. We're honored to have you here tonight to tell this story. Thank you. You mentioned, you mentioned the, the amazing support of Christian. Yeah. And, and I would like just to emphasize the, the 
outstanding support that we're having from Christians that coming over with the boots on the ground that gave us strength, gave us hope, and willing to help, like City Serve and other organizations did, that come with a pure will and, and gave us whatever we need to went through these such a difficult times and to make Israel stronger than what it was. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to be in Israel just before Christmas for a short couple of days, mainly to say, in person, we stand with you and show our solidarity. And I, uh, maybe I'll see you when I'm there, but I want to say thank yes. you so much for being here with us tonight. Thank you. Thank you for having us. The people of Israel are still fighting Hamas, and many Israelis in these villages are in need of housing because they've had to depart from where they were in their villages. Would you please continue to pray for them? And I hope you'll consider supporting the various agencies that are working right now in Israel, and specifically in Dr. Gepner's community. If you want to help, if you go to Huckabee.tv, we will connect you to the organizations that are trying to help, especially with housing. And while you're there, be sure to follow the links. And I want you to watch the complete interview with the Gepner family. We couldn't fit it all into just the show, You'll see it all and a special video that was made uh, by Dr. Gepner and others that will give you background that we couldn't show uh, on air for what you'll see to be obvious reasons. Right now, Keith Bilbrey, why don't you tell us what else we have planned for the evening? Well, the magic of Jordan Witten is just around the bend. And later, Jim Labriola and Raleigh Taylor fight human traffickers one truck stop at a time. You're watching Huckabee. Welcome back, everybody. I'll tell you, this is the time of year. I just love the decorations. We've got such a gorgeous theater. But I'll tell you what also makes it just terrific to be here every week. And that is we have, and I mean this, the very best band in all of America. Trey Corley and the Music City Connection. Give them a big hand, please. My next guests are working together on a very important cause. You're going to recognize comedian Jim Labriola from his many hilarious appearances on shows like Home Improvement and movies like The Santa Claus. But he's also involved with Premier Protective Security. That's an odd combination. A comedian goes into security. They provide security services for America's truck stops. Along with CEO Raleigh Taylor, their company is working with truckers against trafficking. Now, this is important because... They're helping to save victims of human trafficking nationwide. Here to tell us more, would you welcome Jim Labriola and Raleigh Taylor. Great to have you guys here. Governor, I just want to say the magician was phenomenal. My partner's been trying to make me disappear now for two years. I, that's because the more he gets to know you, the more he realizes you, you got that? to go. You see how yeah. we turned on me? Jim and I have been 
very close friends for a long, many, long time. Many years. Love the guy. Many years. You're, you're a funny guy. You know, I mean, you've done all this television, you've done movies and all this. Of all the things that you got into and you told me that you were partnering up to be a part of a security company, and then it just took off and particularly... Incredible. Getting, and you have a lot to do with that. Well, I don't know about that, but you guys are providing some great services. Then it morphed into something even more important, not just a security business for the truck stops, but for the people who are in and out. You're helping the truckers to become the eyes of America to say, cops can't be there 24 hours a day. Yeah. So if the truckers are just looking, if they see something that looks funny, they let someone know. Is that what happens, Raleigh? Correct, correct. So they should let, if you see something, say something. Yeah. Right? That's the whole adage. Now, again, we have security personnel throughout some of the biggest brands in the United States, right, in terms of truck stops, convenience stores, logistics companies, right? And so we train our officers to know what to do in the event that they assume that something is happening, right? And it's, it's better to err on the safe side and be wrong than not say anything at all and then be wrong. So are the truckers asked to contact one of the security officers that are on premise? Is that what they are initially supposed to do? So there's two different ways in which you could approach it. Either A, you come to our security officers who are on site. Yeah. Now, every every customer that, or every brand, as to say, that we represent, they don't all have security uh, personnel on, on site. Okay. So either A, utilize our security officers, or B, go to the GM, right? Okay. The GMs will then... Uh, You're talking the, about at, the, at that location? At the site. Okay. Yeah, the general manager of the store. Right. They right. will call the national sex trafficking hotline number, and then the appropriate personnel, the, the law enforcement officers who are thoroughly trained to know how to deal with these types of issues will be dispatched. You know, I think it's uh, sometimes, again, this all happens in a very quick moment. Somebody sees it, they call it in, maybe they tell the officer. Um, but I'm sure you're already seeing some stories of children being rescued from trafficking. And, and thankfully, the companies that are partnering with you that use you for security, they have to be willing to say, you know, we want to stop trafficking. One thing I want to praise them for and what makes it easy in our life, doing business with companies like this, is the fact that they really, you know, most of your truck stops you see or other businesses really care about, number one, their own employees, but they really care about trying to save some of these people, human trafficking, and, and they take it personal. Even, like, some of these places are in really tough, yeah. tough neighborhoods, but they even care about the communities that they're serving. That's what we do even in our company as security guards. Most of our guys are armed. And uh, what we like to do is let the inner city kids know, hey, you know, all police aren't bad. And sometimes a lot of these guys start with a company like us yeah. where they learn and then they move on to being like a police officer. Well, I, I just think it's an incredible thing you're doing. And Raleigh and Jim, thank you very much. Hey, if you want to learn how you or your company can get involved with helping truckers against trafficking, and uh, they're the ones who are helping to fight human trafficking, if you go to Huckabee.tv, we will link you to what they're doing. And I hope if you're a truck driver, this is so important. If you drive a big rig across this country, you could be the most important way to help stop this evil of trafficking of human beings. You'll find links to my guests, their company, and all that they're doing. And you said Keith, the word evil. Well, it is evil. Right now, Keith Bilbrey is going to 
truck over to his little podium there, <laughs> and he will jump up on the microphone and tell us what's coming up next. Uh, Keith, all yours. Up, well, next, Elon Sobel and Rick Heil talk about the power of plants and stick around for a Christmas performance by the Gatlin Brothers on Huckabee. Time for the holidays. Save 40% at the Huckabee store when you spend over $75. This deal ends December 12th, so go to Huckabee.tv and shop today. And welcome back, everybody. Elon Sobel is a longtime leader in the business world who's now CEO of BioHarvest Sciences. They're the creators of a revolutionary new health supplement, and it's called Vinya. Full disclosure, they are a TBN sponsor, and I happen to be one of their five-star reviews on their website because I've been using it for years, and it works. It's another satisfied customer around. His name is Rick Heil. You may know him as the lead singer of the legendary worship music group Sonic Flood. The groundbreaking science that's behind Vinya has changed Rick's life. And I got a chance to talk to both he and Elon about how Vinya is transforming people's health. I want you to take a look. So Elon, let's talk about this uh, amazing product, Vinya, and the science behind it. Because a lot of people will say, so what's so big about this little capsule that I take? So Mike, let's go back a little bit. Okay. Let's go back to creation. All right. As you know. <laughs> That's a long way back. It, it is, but let's, let's go there for a second. <laughs> right. Go with me. God gave us on day three of creation, 500,000 plants. Mm. Each of these plants have critical phytonutrients that are so important for our overall health and wellness. We have a unique technology where we're able to take the plant once mm. and we're able to identify the cells inside each of the plants that have the critical phytonutrients that are so important for our overall health and wellness. And we take these cells and we grow them in massive industrial scale bioreactors. And we're able to grow the critical phytonutrients at great solubility, so it's easy to be actually solubilized through our body with great bioavailability, so it works quickly with our cells, and as a result, we have amazing efficacy. Now, vinia is based on the red grape. Okay. And we took the red grape, and it all goes back to the French paradox, and you know about the French paradox. The yep. French, they have a really fatty diet, lots of pate, lots of lipids, but they have amazing cardiovascular health. When the scientists went to understand what was it inside, literally, the wine, what was it that gave them this cardiovascular health, they realized it was moderate consumption of red wine, two to three glasses of red wine. What was it inside the red wine? It was the critical polyphenols, specifically the king polyphenol, which we call Pisaid resveratrol. So we took the red grape, we took the cells, we grew the cells in our bioreactors, and we were able to increase the levels of Pisaid resveratrol 100 times with our technology. And together with all the other poly polyphenols, catechin, coercetin, and tannins, it works together like an orchestra, orchestra to give you significant benefits that we've tested in clinical trials. You know, I barely passed 10th grade biology. <laughs> what you just said is complicated, but let's talk about the application. Uh, Rick Heil, who is with Sonic Flood, one of the great 
uh, bands of our generation. Rick, this product has been very instrumental in regaining your health. I, I want to hear more about how did Vinya help you with some of the issues that you were dealing with from a personal perspective? When I was 11, I was diagnosed with an illness and I had a lot of my intestines removed. I'm left with three feet of intestines. And uh, when I started taking Vinia, I started immediately knowing or understanding that I had this energy that was coming from this resveratrol, this little pill. Mm -hmm. And so I was amazed. I started giving it to my wife. Uh, she works for the American Center for Law and Justice. She's senior counsel and she needs clarity of her mind. And she was you know, quick, and uh, she took it, and she was amazed at the results. We gave it to our daughter, was suffering from uh, issues with circulation in her hands. They were getting cold all the time in her feet, and we gave it to her, and all of a sudden, she's got warm hands. Her, it's amazing. The key yeah. thing, Mike, is, you know, we've clinically tested what we've done yeah. in clinical trials, double-blind placebo, and what Vinia does is it increases the dilation of your arteries, significantly, so you have more blood flow. Yeah. And with more blood flow, you have more oxygen and nutrients going to your body tissues and organs, and that means more physical energy and more mental alertness. Now, who doesn't need more physical well, energy and know, mental alertness? I started taking this product three years ago when I first met you, Elon, uh, through a friend of Mars. What I was intrigued by was that the benefit of red wine, I don't drink at all. So I, I'm not going to do the red wine thing, and I didn't need the sugar from it. This is all of the benefits of the red wine, no sugar, no you, alcohol. You got it. It's pretty sweet. Because, I mean, because we have the same amount of Pisces resveratrol in one bottle of red wine is contained in this little capsule. No sugar, no calories, and of course, no alcohol. So for about three years, I've been taking the product. And, uh, you know, my blood work, when I get those uh, results back, have been uh, really amazing, especially for a person my age. Uh, so... You know, I, I continue to do it and will continue to do it. But now you've given me a whole new possibility. And I want us to go over. We've got a table set up. Let's go. Let's go. You have special. created a new way to uh, to have venue that doesn't even involve swallowing a capsule. Correct. Some people, they don't want to have a capsule of anything. So we're going to discover the new product. It's not uh, something we've never heard of. It's called coffee. And most of us have some of that every day. Let's try a little cup of this and see. Because, you know, I start my day, like a lot of Americans do, with a couple, maybe three cups of coffee a day. But now what you're saying is I'm going to get the benefit out of Vinya. And will it be the same amount? And Correct. Everything, literally, you, you, you have a situation where we've gone and done an enormous amount of R&D work. Yeah. And we're disrupting the coffee category with superior science, superior efficacy, and superior taste. So inside each of these capsules is literally the same amount of Pisces resveratrol and all the other polyphenols that you get in your capsule. So if I have a cup of coffee, even one cup of coffee, I basically have gotten my dose of vinya for the day. Exactly, you're getting your dose of vinya and a great tasting cup of coffee. And a jolt of caffeine. <laughs> so what you, you have go. with our regular version, Mike, is you're getting your, your caffeine that you, you, you get from your regular coffee. Yeah. And then because of the Pisces resveratrol that stays in the body for 12 hours, yeah. you're getting literally that extra energy to help you through the day, right? Now, That's Rick, critical. he likes the decaf. You're on decaf, I guess, right? I'm on the decaf. So, so the give us the taste test and tell okay. us, what do you think, Let's Rick? Try. It's 
amazing. Would you drink that every it morning? It rocks. Okay. <laughs> so what's unique, Mark, about the decaf is that the decaf, people drink decaf because they don't want the jitters or the crash from caffeine. Now they're going to get their energy from blood flow. And that's, that's what's really critical good. about our decaf. And in the decaf, we also use special Swiss water coffee. Mm. So this actual coffee, what we've done with Swiss water is we do the extraction of the caffeine utilizing water. Many coffees today extract caffeine utilizing chemicals. Uh -huh. That's a no-no for us. Swiss water does the decaffeinization utilizing a special water process. So you've got basically now great tasting coffee with all the benefits of blood flow, energy in decaf. And you now, how's yeah. the taste of that, Mike? And it tastes great. Awesome. And we've so. done quantitative taste testing against some serious players out there in the marketplace. And we've got great results because it's important. Not only do you get the functionality, but we want to give you that great tasting cup of coffee so you can get, in your case, with regular, that uh, impact from caffeine, and then we keep you going The little wake-up that I need, plus, uh, we you know, keep I'm getting you going. Well, here's what I, I think you think is going to be great. Instead of drinking red wine, I can drink coffee and get all of the benefits of the red wine without having to drink it. Rick, I say, yeah. let's have a toast. What do you say? Yes. I say, Mike, let's say l'chaim, which in, in, in English means to life. Yes. And I would like to add, at this critical time in the world, we say to life and to peace. Uh, wonderful. Yes. Laheim. So let's do it again and say Laheim. There we go. <laughs> Thanks to BioHarvest for choosing us to launch their exclusive new Vinya coffee line. Now today, for TBN viewers, you get 10% off your first order of Vinya's coffee, which I can personally vouch is delicious. This powerful plant-based product will change your life, and they guarantee you that you will love it. They even give you a 90-day money-back guarantee. Seriously, you won't find a coffee company willing to do that. That also is healthy for you. This 10% discount is exclusively for TBN viewers, so you better purchase Venya's coffee and help spread the gospel around the world and stand in solidarity with Israel. So make the pledge to help yourself and help others with this amazing product. And look out for Sonic Flood's 25th anniversary tour that is coming up in 2024 next year. It will also be sponsored by Vinya. Right now, Keith Bilbrey, why don't we end the show with a bang? And I think we got one. Tell us about it. Well, you are exactly right. We saved the best for last, Governor. Larry, Steve, and Rudy are in the building. The Gatlin brothers are next. next week for Tennessee Congressman David Kustoff. And we'll celebrate Christmas in Mexico with T.G. Shepard and Kelly Lang. Well, it is Christmas time, and one of the best presents that we can give ourselves right here is bringing back one of our favorite musical acts. They've got a truckload of Grammy, ACM, and CMA awards, 24 studio albums, 32 top 40 hits, and seven number one hits, including Eight. classics. How many? Eight. Eight. God, who's counting? <laughs> classics like All the Gold in California. Their latest holiday album is called 
we say Merry Christmas from the Gatlin Brothers. Would you please welcome back our friends, Larry, Steve, and Rudy, the Gatlin hey, Brother. Mikey. Now, good, to see, you. good to see you guys. Welcome back. Thanks. Been a while. Glad to see you. Well, no, here's what we decided. We're going to give you one more chance. Okay, so okay, here you it. are. Give us another chance. We appreciate it. I want to talk about you got a big Christmas show that you're doing all over the place. So uh, We do. It's called the country, you know, country Christmas. We do yeah. uh, some of the country songs that you, that you mentioned that, that make Christmas a lot better at our houses, thanks to nice yes. people like you for the last 50 years. 100%. And, uh, and we're doing the Opry Country Christmas also at the Opry. So uh, we're busy. We've been doing it almost 70 years. If we make it, what, 16 more months, we will have wow. been doing this for 70 years. God is good. We can still hit the notes. And uh, friends, <laughs> no. they would like you to come hear it. And so how can it be any better than that? It just doesn't get any better than that. In part of this, you have written a song you're going to perform tonight, and it is a very special Christmas song. And uh, what's the background of it? Well, uh, 20 years ago, when the bombs were falling on Bethlehem yeah. back then, uh, our granddaughter, Janice, and I have two beautiful granddaughters, three beautiful grandsons. And uh, Parker, the eldest granddaughter, was two years old. She was crawling around the floor in and amongst the presents under the tree. And right in front of the TV, I was watching as the bombs and rockets were falling on Bethlehem, and mm. it just broke my heart. And mm. I, when my heart gets broken, I either go cry or I go grab a guitar and I try to do something about it. So uh, we, uh, this song, one of the, my favorite songs we do together with Brother Steve and Brother Rudy, we do it on all of our Christmas shows. And uh, we'd like to do it for you nice folks and uh, uh, dedicate it to our friends uh, in uh, Israel and pray to God mm. that peace would somehow break out Amen. over there. We hope uh, for that. <clears throat> yes, we do. Okay, Keith Bilbrey, these guys are getting ready to perform. I want you to tell our viewers how they can hear more of the fantastic music of the Gatlin Brothers, including this great song that our audience is about to hear. My pleasure. For all their music, tour dates, and tickets to the Grand Ole Opry Christmas Show, just go to Huckabee.tv. Now performing No Star Tonight in Bethlehem from the album We Say Merry Christmas from the Gatlin Brothers, with Trey Corley and the Music City Connection, here's Larry, Steve, and Rudy, the Gatlin Brothers.
before you go to sleep tonight, go say a prayer that God would miraculously bring peace to the Holy Land.